Welcome to Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, the 90s, sometimes the 2000s, and we're getting the 2000s today, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I am Tommy the Trash Man, the Ice King, uh, many other things, Meatloaf Man. Um, across from me is Johnny the Junk Man. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> How you doing, Johnny? Uh, I'm going on, feeling strong, keeping it real, you know. And long. Yeah, sure. Uh, mm. No cock sleeve needed. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cock sleeve needed, I'm joined to my right by uh, I, the big sniff. No cock sleeve. Cock sleeve. <laughs> no cock sleeve needed, but wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but requested. What color would it be? Pink. <laughs> Hot um, pink, right? Neon. Yeah. yeah. Black light pink. <laughs> oh my god. Great start. As all right. Uh, yeah. Shout out to all of the the shorties, spookies, the junkies, the sniffies, uh, the eeries, uh, everyone out there, Alameda, moms, dads, and the snazzes. You can't forget snazz. What are snazzes? Okay. So uh, we watched an episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt called Split Second, and there was a character in the episode named Snazz. He was uh, a really cool salt of the earth guy. You know, he's a working class uh, uh, lumberjack. And uh, he's got a great attitude. He's also the same actor who was in the movie uh, Sleepwalkers. Uh, he plays a cop um, uh, who has a lovable cat. And uh, I like uh, that dude. He's so great. He's a uh, he's very watchable. He's got a magnetic personality. Mm. And uh, I wish I knew the actor's name. I mean, I know it just take a cursory IMDb search. But, Here's uh, to you, Snazzer. Yeah, we we'll just call him Snaz. Let's so him Snaz. shout out to the yeah. Snazzes. Uh, the Watchers, uh, the Hitchhiker's Buns, uh, you know, the, the whole extended... The uh, little ghouls. The ghouls. The clay ghouls. The clay, clay penises. <laughs> little clay ghouls and their penises. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For those listeners who uh, caught our recent uh, Mannequins of Horror episode, uh, you guys know uh, how uh, important it is to add semen to clay and create your little figurines <laughs> that jump around on your desk. That's right. But today we're, uh, uh, we're not doing that. We're doing uh, something a little different. Yeah, we are. We're we're going back to something we've done before. Um, Daring to venture where the necks are wider than the heads of the hosts. <laughs> that is true. And the I did this today too. I I was like, t-shirts are tighter than t-shirts. I, tight t-shirts. <laughs> tight black t-shirts. I did yeah. this to Tom today. I was like, who oh, we am- were supposed to wear tight I was like, shirts today. Who, I was like, who am I? Imagine like An something episode. crazy happening. <laughs> And uh, or of course, no, that was mean. better than Henry Rollins. Actually, yeah, we are talking about Henry Rollins, of course, <laughs> the and, one, um, the only. Yeah, I picked this one out. This is my choice. Um, I didn't realize it was a two-part episode. Oh no, yeah, Night Visions. Every episode we have ever done, it's uh, two parts. Yeah, I don't which vision. remind me of how we're gonna rape this episode. So, as with every episode we do, uh, we watch it. And then at the end, we say what we felt about it. No, if, no, 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 no. But, like, are we... So we were right one half and then the other half? Or both of them collectively? We've kind of changed a little bit back and forth. Yeah, well, I would well, rather rate them on their own. Okay, so how okay. about we do this? How about we do uh, a, an isolated rating for each segment? Yeah. And then at the end, we can average all the scores. All right, I call not doing the averaging. Okay. I mean, I'm, I know average pretty well, but... <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dedicate this episode to uh, Charlie Watts, hey, the bud. Rolling Stones drummer who uh, just passed away a couple days ago at 80 years old. My favorite band. He just died of like natural causes. Right? Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, no, 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 he died 
Was he a big uh, Drogo like uh, he Keith only, and Mick? He actually, it's funny enough, and this is stupid, but um, he didn't do drugs until like Mick and, and Keith had stopped doing drugs in like the 80s. And wow. then he had like a little brief time period in like 85, 86 where he did drugs. So he wasn't all debaucherous like they were? No, not in the slightest. He's like, he was like drinking tea and stuff when they were like snorting fucking <laughs> coke and heroin at like six in the morning. He's like, he did a lot of oh, driving. Now that cocaine's not as strong maybe i'll do some <laughs> maybe i'll try it eh? no they, they got the good stuff too i know i mean like i'm sure the rolling stones got some great drugs i'm they just saying like, i think it's so funny that like back in the 70s as like when every when it was like cool and new and strong and it's mm-hmm. like after that fat has kind of died off a little bit and it's like as soon as the war on drugs starts, he's like, no way, Reagan. Now I gotta fucking put my foot down. I'm just yeah. doing this out of principle. I hate drugs. I'm taking a fucking standy. I can't do an English accent, apparently. That was, that was, not, that was hey, not bad. But guess what? What? I Typically, I don't feel bad when, like, rock stars die. Because they left a better life than They've 90% lived the life of, of like, the world. A god. Like, endless women, everything they could imagine they wanted. They die young, it's sad, but at the same time, it's like... But if they die at, like, 80... And I'm not saying it's not sad. Well, he was... I am. I mean, he lived a full life, dude. Exactly. It's not sad at all. Beyond a full life. And he lived the life of, like, a king. He also stayed with the same woman uh, his entire career. Well, that's why I'm like, this guy... It's a good dude. Yeah, and he wasn't a debaucherous, like, rock and roller like the other ones who are still fucking alive somehow. Yeah, Keith Richards is going to live longer than all of us at this table here. That's why I do so many Mm -hmm. drugs, man. You do a bunch of drugs... You live longer. Pickle, yeah, we gotta pickle think about those organs. Hmm? Pickle those organs. That's what I do. Well, we gotta yeah. think about what kind of world we're gonna leave for Keith Richards once <laughs> we all pass away. <laughs> well, actually, I read in uh, so uh, just a fun fact about uh, drugs, especially uh, opioids, is that uh, when you detox off opioids, 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 <laughs> uh, that uh, your cells have to regrow, which is why a lot of the, um, uh, you know. When you're coming out of a, a drug state and uh, you're trying to kick, you kind of get sick, you know, your body hurts, you have body aches, uh, you throw up, you get nauseous, pale, it can't regulate uh, body temperature. It's because your cells are regenerating uh, that are not uh, f- focused on this opioid chemical. So basically, uh, even though you're living in hell, it's actually good for your body to be regenerating these cells. So if you're able to live in a state of perpetual, you know, detox which would be you would be total hell but you would live way longer than an average person that's what i've I've read that before too and that's what a lot of people talk about again to bring up keith richards but he um they talk about how his body is more is staying alive because he's just been doing drugs for so long that he still used drugs he quit cocaine he had like a stroke in like 2010 i want to say and he finally stopped doing uh coke Jesus. But he still drinks like a fish and and all that stuff. He's he's like also like seventy nine years old. Anyway, and his wife's like thirty. Anyway, uh, big up to whatever your name is, the drummer, Charlie Watts. Charlie all right, Watts. Charlie Watts, wherever um, you are. So this week down there. we are doing <laughs> down there. Uh, <laughs> this week we're doing Night Visions, The Maze, and Harmony, season one, episode eleven. And this one is always hosted by our good friend Henry Rollins. And his incredibly tight T-shirt. That's right. And uh, that thick old neck. Thick neck, thick arms, and dim wits. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he's not the, the best MC for these episodes. Um, we were kind of talking about this a little bit earlier. We were like, who the fuck 
got the idea to put this dude on as a host of an anthology it show. It doesn't make any sense. It He's really not like doesn't. a spooky guy. I feel like like someone owed him money or something. I, and we, like we were talking about this at work this morning. Yes, that's what I said. It makes no oh. sense. It doesn't make sense at all in the it's slightest. Like if you're gonna get a rock and roller type of guy to be a host, get someone. Get someone cool, like well, Dexter be from sp- Offspring. But they, no, that's if you're gonna. That's like to host. Sp- hoached. That's like to host MTV Spring Break or some shit. You gotta get someone spooky, like uh, I don't know, uh, Dude whatever. From Matchbox lead. Twenty. No, like the whoever. Holly Shore. Like Robert Smith. From the care. Yeah, even though he looks like shit. He maybe looked better. Right I don't then. know. I think that wouldn't be that bad. You gotta be kind of spooky. Yeah. This. <laughs> you can't be here. You can't walk up. And be, uh, what's up? Like, <laughs> boys don't cry, but this story does. This story made me cry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so fat now. <laughs> single, single tear. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> no offense. Bro, okay, but I'm fat too. All right, so uh, yes. Uh, okay, uh, Tom, you got the uh, you got the the uh, the download on this episode, the episode in uh, release. Well, it's season one, episode eleven. I believe this came out on the nineteenth of September in two thousand one. My That's birthday, right. a week after nine eleven. Not a week. September nineteenth was not a. Oh shit! It was. Yeah. No, no, no <laughs> a week and a half. A week and one day. A week and one day. Okay, whatever. I turned eleven. It was this. This film. This was already filmed and in the can. Okay, yeah. so this was didn't, uh, didn't have that that blanket of. Uh, hey, you think that's why this uh, show only had one season? It got canceled because of the yeah. For because sure. of nine eleven. What if he came the out? The terrorists really did win. <laughs> what if he like Henry Rollins like came out and was like, you know what sucks? Terrorists. All right, here's an episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's uh, do a little tricky game rules. I don't have any. You guys have any drinking game rolls? Yeah, but you go for it. Okay. Uh, let's just, of course, uh, this isn't really a drinking game rule from me, but uh, this is one of our standing rules. Every time you hear the titty line, uh, yep. take a drink. Titties. So the first segment is called uh, The Maze. So every time you hear someone say The Maze, take a drink. And the oh. second segment is called Harmony. Every time you hear someone say Harmony, take a drink. And then uh, my first drinking game rule for the first segment, is, uh, which stars... Uh, Thora Birch. Yes. Um, is every time Thora Birch runs, that that was because a, she runs one. very funny. She kind of does this thing because um, for all of those who have seen American Beauty, um, she's got a very large bust, Bosom. and uh, she runs like she's trying to hold them next to her chest. She's like does like one of these things. She's punching them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, you know how Tom Cruise runs in Mission Impossible. Where it's like. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine that, like, but your arms are way close together, and you're just Gets like your nips, kind of like you're milking a cow angrily. Mm. That's how she runs. I'd milk her. Um, cow. Nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 All right. So take a drink every time Thurbridge uh, runs. Um, what you got? Well, the first one I got nothing. Okay. Uh- <laughs> but the second one, I want to say, every time you see. He's making this up right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have one. I'm sorry. Okay, well, for the second one, I'll say I'll one. say every time someone sings for the second one. Okay, okay. Oh, you got some too? Go for it. Uh, the, I was going to say, if you see CD player or a CD. Okay, a C- Okay, that's a good one too. Yeah. Anyone else want to throw any in there? I wish I could think of one. All right, well, we'll you get You tried to- real hard right there. <laughs> I saw you just crashing and burning. A you big vein popping out of his forehead. Like a certain friend of ours. <laughs> friend of ours. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. Friends All right. Uh, friends of Tom. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's good enough for our drinking games. So if we think of yes. anything in the moment, we'll fucking spit it at you. Yeah. Yeah. And our lead character, her name, Susan. She's uh she's busy studying away. So this is Thora Birch, and we've seen Thora Birch in a previous episode that we did back when it was just me and Tom. It was an episode, Little I believe, days. of The Outer Limits um, called The Choice, where she was, yes. I believe, a psychic child who was being groomed by an older psychic babysitter uh, to step. use her psychic powers for good and not evil. Um, and I think she was in one other episode of... Of the outer limits as well. She's, I think, she's done a couple things. Um, Rebecca was saying like, "Oh, she's from uh, I forgot what she said. She's from uh, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, that was it. And Monkey Trouble. Oh, right. She's the girl. She's the little girl the from Hocus girl. Pocus. Yeah. Okay. I don't like. Uh, so this, she falls victim to the um, the look of the early two thousands with those fucking eyebrows. Eyebrows. I have. That's my oh second my note God. right there, dude. Nineties so eyebrows. Yeah. The shit. They're practically not there. No, that was the look. Like I said, episode or two ago, literally like a single row of hair. Yeah. Crazy thin. All right, Good well, time to be a Latina. <laughs> if you guys are going to pierce my nipple today, you guys have to do that same, you have to pluck each other's eyebrows and... No. Yes. You want your nipples pierced. We don't want to have nothing yeah. to do with our eyebrows. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> I just abide. The higher power. Can I get one more? So now we meet... Susan with the thin eyebrows, mm-hmm. um, and she is a very much a she. She loves her studying. She she runs. She's running around the track field uh, very awkwardly, and uh, a, a young man named take old biddies. That's right. Uh, a young man named Wes is uh, runs up to her and he asks her out to uh, to go to a concert. Question: uh, What is this? The cut? Yeah. This is the cut. This right. is I was gonna straight say. up cut. This is cut. hard okay. cut. This is cut country. So that'll factor into the ratings. Yes, it will. The what? The rating. Um, but yeah, she's not into concerts. She doesn't like concerts. Doesn't matter who it is. She seems pretty frigid. I feel like he should have said what the artist is. <laughs> Hello, I'm going to concert. <laughs> Would you like to come to concert? Do you want to go see Stained with me? <laughs> Like it's, That's what it it's like early, yeah, early two yeah. thousands. <laughs> it's like, please go see Puddle of Mud with me. Uh, you know, they're opening funny? up for corn, Papa Roach, and Drowning Pool. Oh my god! Uh, I was looking up like Henry Rollins stuff, and one of his least favorite bands was uh, Nine Inch Nails. What? That's odd. And Bruce, that's Bruce that's because he's a cunt. Yeah. Well, okay, I don't even get into guaranteed because it's because Trent Reznor, Reznor is another like you know. Kind of Edular. character, yeah, and he's like, I think they suck. Uh, if you want really good lyrics, listen to Black Flag. Fuck. I recently went down a, uh, a Nine Inch Nails. Uh, Nine Inch Nails are great, dude. I went, I listened to all their uh, their their different albums. Of course, the Downward Spiral and Pretty Hate Machine and all this stuff, like the early They're stuff. Fucking great, yeah, man. And it, uh, you know, as uh, you know, he went on with his career. The music evolved a little bit, but uh, fuck Henry Rollins if he's going to say that. I mean, For I love how his thick neck, but did you notice <laughs> he's got the butt chin, which I can I can relate to a little bit. Oh, yeah, you've got a bit of a cleft there. And mm. then he also has like one, oh. but like up here between his eyebrows, he's got like a, a button on his eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, I will show you a picture of during uh, when we were piercing my nipple. Oh man! But yeah, we have the cut. And he's like asking out uh, Susan. She's zero percent interested. Yeah, and 
Does he kind of come off as like, is he supposed to be like a nerdy kind of guy or just like awkward? I think he's supposed to be like a lovable mope. Like, you know what I mean? He's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, he's kind of likable, but like, you know, I could see like a, a girl not being interested in him, you know, like maybe like a more uh, stuck up girl, but like. You know, Thor Birch, she, she, like, she's, we don't know this character yet. All we see is this guy, and he's, like, really laying his heart out there on the line and being like, hey, you know, honestly, I'm not really into this music either. I just wanted to ask you on a date because oh. I really like you. And I'm like, wow, you really don't, I mean, like, to be that frank and honest is, like, takes a lot of balls, even if, you know, if nothing else. Like, so, you know, you got to give That's it up true. to the dude, you know? If I was, like, asking someone out and I had that level of, like, coldness and negativity immediately, I'd give up immediately. Yeah, I mean, I give up immediately before I even talk to the person. <laughs> I would give up when I run the scenario in my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he seems popular, though. Yeah. So? Like, everyone's, like, saying hi to him. Oh, like, yeah, there's a following scene. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's a scene where he's, like, interacting with two other people, and, like, you like you could tell that they had, they told the extras, you can't talk to him. So, like, it's just his voiceover being like, Oh, hey, how's it going? Did, yeah, did, me too. Did you guys notice did, a lot of ADR? Yeah. Like, like constantly throughout it. Maybe it's just the link that I sent you guys, but there was like many times where it's like someone talking to him and <laughs> their mouth is not moving. If <laughs> <laughs> it's telekinesis. But yeah, then we get, a, we get the titty line coming up right now when uh, she goes and approaches this... By the way, this campus is beautiful. Does the titty line count if you just see the words and no one says it? She does say it later, but but before she goes into the maze, uh, there's a scene where she sits down with a friend. Oh yeah, I forgot. About and that. the only reason she's friends with this girl is uh, her what her friend says is because they've been friends since third grade. Mm -hmm. And the girl's like, "You got to get out there, like you know, like by the time you're 80 years old, you're gonna be looking back and be like, I should have done more with my life and taken some risks and kind of put Taking myself some out dicks. there, yeah." Uh, so, mm -hmm. so she's like, okay, whatever. Give me a fucking break. You know, I'm in college. I'm a little shy. Give me a fucking, cut me some slack. Um, all she's doing is running and studying. And, and you know what? If she studies as bad as she runs, then she's not going to be good. <laughs> not going to be great. If there's any students listening, stick to studying and running. You don't need to get pounded out. Um, yes. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The big sniff will pound you out. No, he won't. And then he'll study some algebra with you later. Uh, you'll have to teach me because I don't know nothing. <laughs> and she, okay, so there's a hedge maze on campus of her college. And when she sees this dude, Wes, who asked her out, she's like, oh, shit, I kind of want to avoid this dude. And rather than, like, walk by him or, like, whatever, have to in interact with him, she's like, fuck it, I'm going to cut through this maze I know nothing about. So she, she enters the maze as a way of avoiding interacting with the guy. So, again, I think it just goes to show she has zero interest and seems almost repulsed by this man. Boy, I mean, the haircut, the yeah, gross. She's running around the maze. It's snowy. It's cold. It looks cold as shit, by the way. And when we find out later, when she looks at the little uh, sandwich board for the lunches and it has the date, it says March. And I'm like, if it's fucking snow on the ground in March, I don't want to live where the fuck you are. Well, but when she came out the other end, it wasn't snowing. It was like well, because then it jumped ahead to, uh, to 2003. That's right. Global yeah. warming. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. That's what it's really about. It kind of reminded me of The Shining when she's running around in the cold in the maze. Oh, well, that's. I mean, what else could this have been taken from? Like we, mm -hmm. that is the hedge maze movie. This that's is true. like a ripoff. Except this hedge maze has like, like, 
part of the bushes aren't all the way grown like through and you can see like <laughs> fucking chain link it fence behind it. It makes it much less intimidating when, when you like, can just climb the fence yeah, and see where you are. When you can see buildings in the background yeah, and like, no, you could, you, you could, could climb like over them buildings. easily. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. It was like, like you could t- easily climb this chain link fence and just see where you are and get out. And that's kind of what I was expecting her to do. And I was almost expecting it to be like an endless maze when she looked, but I don't think that was that in the budget. That would have been cool. It would have been cool, but it definitely wasn't in the budget. There's some piano music at some point, too. (laughs) Good note. Great note. Sorry. Are you talking about the... uh, Okay, so there's classical music that's being played? Uh, Yeah, classical. Yeah, so the... um, Sorry. she, she, She comes out of the maze, and she's like, where is everybody? And she starts walking around. There's nobody, like... On campus, it's which the is the Langoliers all over. It is. Oh god, I love that movie so <laughs> much. Did right. you guys get the chance to check out that cell phone that she pulls out? Yeah, you? she tries to make a call at some point. The old like the we called it like the the phone. bat phone. Well, okay, so she pulled the little thing up, the little antenna. Yeah, she she's like, there's no people on the campus. Uh, she pulls out her cell phone. She has no cell reception. Uh, everything's you know uh, a wasteland, tumbleweeds everywhere, basically, and uh, she hears like music coming from one of the classrooms and she goes there and she sees one of the teachers who she had uh, run into in the the cafeteria earlier when she's talking to her friend right and also so this actress i don't have her i think her name's amanda Plummer. honey bunny yes honey bunny from uh, pulp fiction <laughs> yeah. she's also the psycho sister from so i married an axe murderer oh yeah she's a she's a right. character actor everyone she's i great. guarantee you, you know who she is uh, I recently saw her in a movie uh, called Joe vs. the Volcano, starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Wow. Um, Never heard of that one. Uh, really? Is it an old one? Uh, it's from 80s. Uh, anyway, uh, she's totally psycho. Did you guys? What do you guys think about her haircut? It looks like... She she wears it well. Doesn't she typically no, wear a short hair? No, she does not wear this well. This is okay. not... Okay. I think I'm fine with it. Okay. I think I'm indifferent. You, you're indifferent? Yeah. I'm fine with a short haircut. Um... On this particular woman, this actress, yeah, well, okay. on any woman who wants it. Well, she follows the this music, this classical music, to this classroom. The teacher yes. is uh, talking about uh, Sebastian Bach. It's like a music theory class, or yeah. something. Yeah, and when she goes in there, she sees a bunch of people sitting down, and then when the camera turns, it's like a bunch of dead bodies. Everybody's yeah, they're all dead. dead. That motherfucker is dead, and they're all like, like leaning on each other dead. too. I was kind of hoping they'd that be was rotting corpses. Yeah, but they weren't like rotting. Cooper wanted rotting. I want the rot. I want to see some green ghouls. <laughs> you want that rot that bot? <laughs> um, at some point, we start to figure out a little bit of what's going on. Also, just while she's in the classroom, I really love the way she kicked the professor down the stairs. I said quite the kick. Dude, the professor, crazy, asking her to take a seat. She doesn't want to take a seat. Oh, yeah. She's... She shoves her down, and then she kicks her ass in the chest. Tumbles I... down the stairs. I, I, I was curious about this whole character development with her. Or they're just like this the whole character, the way it played out. I don't I don't know. We'll talk about this more later. But anyway, she ends up uh, getting a knife. Yeah, she got a knife from the kitchen where there was a chef in the oven. Halfway oh, in the yeah. Oven. But also the thing that, that, that catches her attention in oh, there the that I thought was very interesting uh, was instead of a black cat, it's a white cat. Oh, I wrote down a white cat as well. Uh, a white cat knocks over some that. dishes, and the, I was like, "They were short on black cats on the, on the studio that day." <laughs> hey, like, you know what? 
I bet black cat. I like actors to see representation. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Not touching that white one. cat. There's matter too, dude. There's okay. You know what? There's not enough white cats. Um, but what I was gonna say was, she smells something at this point. After she sees the cat, she after she sees that big fat white pussy, she smells something in the air, and she's like gagging and grossed out. And yet she follows the smell because she wants to see what's going on. I and as it, I said, what? Oh, I didn't think she, I didn't think it was something rotting. I thought she was smelling gas. Whoa! Oh, no, no, no. So no, I, I assume she was smelling burning. Like I, the thing is, human flesh they sell smell. They say it smells like pork. So if anything, she'd be going. Mm, she'd be no, floating. but I meant like if, if floating like a little <laughs> yeah. cartoon character. Yeah, no, but the, the the so she goes uh-huh. in the the cafeteria kitchen yeah. and there's the the chef has stuck his head in the oven yeah. and if you're killing yourself by inhaling gas mm. rather than oxygen, then you would be smelling gas when you walk. In the oh kitchen. no, I th- but I you think, hear sizzling. Yeah, you hear sizzling. So I think yeah. he just put his face in there and which fried is not himself. the way to do it. And no, she should have been rubbing your tummy <laughs> and licking her lips. She I know that's should've... the thing. I think in reality, if a chef did that. You'd smell like burning clothes, but you'd also smell the smell of sweet, sweet pork. And you'd say, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And she'd be, like me and Tom were saying, she'd be floating on the, the little wavy smell lines in the air with her nose. She'd be following her nose, seeing where it goes. And it takes her to the chef who's halfway in the oven. And this is where she finds her knife. That's right. And at this did point, you she's like, I gotta defend myself. Do you notice that she... She kind of has the walk like, uh, was it Halloween? I love how she's carrying this knife. She's holding it up like what, it's... What, what's the like, guy? Uh, is Michael it Halloween? Myers. Michael Myers. She's got the Michael Myers, like like the the she, knife hold. I don't know. I feel like she's almost holding it like she was like... like <laughs> she's holding it like up high. Anyway, I'm not here to judge her on how she holds a knife. That's not my job. That's God's job. <laughs> That's for Jesus. Um, yeah, so we find out that she is coming from March 13th, 2001. Yeah, she sees the sandwich board, and it says, Today's special, March whatever, 2003. 2003. Mm. And I had to, like, look up the episode release date, and I was like, she's like, that's impossible. And I was like, wait a minute, why is this impossible? No. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, what is it, like a day later? Day I, I know, and, I, and I read it, and I was like, oh, okay, this is, like, two years before. But did they establish, and I may have missed this, but did they, did they establish beforehand what the date and year no, was? No, but this is when people were watching. It was 2000. Oh, of course. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. You know, like just to put yourself in the in, like in the mindset of the viewer, like nine eleven just happened. You're looking for a distraction. You're yeah. watching this. You're watching. You're like, thank God, Anything. Thor Birch and and Henry Rollins are doing the Lord's work. Let's see. This is on. What else was on two thousand one on TV? Uh, nine eleven. Nine eleven was on the news. Um, um, Seinfeld. Yeah. No. No. I think Seinfeld actually was. Have that up. ended already? Yep. Um, uh, the OC? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was I that. I was 11 years old. I didn't watch TV. She ends up getting confronted by uh, the guy, uh, Cuck Boy, that she turned down. Wes. Did you say Cuck Boy? Yeah. <laughs> Cuck Boy. Uh, Cuck Boy. Wes is his name? Wes. Well, With his Cuck little boy. mushroom cut. Well, okay, so... A phone rings and she answers the phone and the f- that's what you and do. on the phone, <laughs> yeah. uh, this isn't her cell phone either. Like, right, right. A, a regular cell phone and the the phone's like, "Why do you have a knife? You're gonna die." And it says <laughs> her name. But yeah, it's like Susan. What you're gonna? Who who was this caller? This guy. This guy is the was real. Was villain. that Wes? It was yeah, Wes. It was How Wes. did Wes know that? First of all, that she was there, and second of all, that so, she would pick up. In an earlier scene, you see like a silhouette creeping in the background of one of the scenes. So I think he's watching her from afar 
And he's like, okay, I've been hanging out in this school for like two years. Yeah. Pretty this much is alone. Maze so West, right? I, and somehow the electricity is still on. So I'm going to call this phone and for some reason fuck with her and scare her. When Once they actually uh, confront each other, uh, he's like, so there is this uh, asteroid that uh, is yeah. coming. He and, shows in the newspaper. And yeah, he, for whatever reason, they're like, everyone, like, ditched out maybe i don't even know how long like months ago days ago and they're like most of us killed ourselves or are uh, underground in bunkers. underground in bunkers mm. and and he's like nah i stuck around because the girl that turned me down like two years ago no he said he was like he he's like read. yeah he's like oh there's all these books i never oh. read so i want to read these books he says he, there's he, time now he, that's well, right it, that's it, a <laughs> reference to our original twilight, twilight zone, zone. Episode. that's right yeah, yeah. Time enough at last is yeah. the name of the episode, um, but yeah, he's he's there, and he, that's when he shows her the, all these newspapers that are like asteroids coming, like you know doomsday. doomsday, doomsday, shit. I hope that doesn't happen. It'd be kind of fun. So yeah, then we get uh, what's his name shows up, and he, Wes shows up. He, Wes, yeah. W E S, the Wes. Yeah, yeah. West boy, probably like Weston is his like West Borland from his favorite band Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. Just real quick, since we're talking about it, I was looking at Thor Birch's IMDb. She did a, a video for Limp Bizkit. What? Not a music video. She did like a like a short. Well, he's a director. She, he wasn't in two thousand one. <laughs> he may have been fledgling. So West, you know, after basically being like, okay, the world's going to be hit by an asteroid, he, he kind of has this little monologue about, he's like, yeah, I really wish that we had this moment where we could finally go out. Do you remember when I asked you out back in, like, freshman year? And she's like, yeah, that was basically today for her. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, like, I always wanted, like, being in love is great. Like, it just makes you want to, like, wake up the person that you love, Actually. take them out. Yeah, in the middle of the fucking night, mm-hmm. and, and then take them walk. out under the stars and hold their hand. And I'm just like, that sounds horrible to me, dude. If mm-hmm. I was in love with somebody and they fucking woke me up in the middle of the night, I'd be like, what, what, what what's wrong? What's going on? And she's like, nothing. I just, I just want to hold your hand and and walk, walk around. in the cold of the night. Yeah, and it's fucking the snow is still on the ground. I'd be like. Get the fuck out of here. Like, who the fuck do you think yeah. you are? And your dick's going to be all small, too, because it's cold. It's outside. cold. And that doesn't help. No, it's not going to help. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, th- I thought that was kind of strange. Uh, and this is where we start to kind of figure out, like, what the end game of this part of uh, the episode is. Where, we, you know, there's, again, this asteroid's coming, doomsday. Uh, a lot of people just killed themselves. They're in bunkers. And uh, did you... We meet, uh, what's her name again? Yeah, as she stabs Wes so, in the back. Yes, yes. So Susan has this knife in her hand, and somehow uh, this teacher? Yeah. Professor, like, thank you very much. Professor, yes. Sorry, MD. Uh, she somehow sneaks up, steals the knife out of her out of Susan's hand, and then stabs Wes. Uh, I think Wes. she must have put the knife down on the table or something. Well, because he's like, Where's your knife? Well, and then all of a sudden, his perspective. I imagine her going like, doot, 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 doot. like sneaking up hitting the crouch button in a video game, like yeah. you're sneaking up on someone. <laughs> she jacked it without either of them knowing. Like, and then she got behind him after taking it from her and stabbed him in the back. Yeah, just a quick so, little stab. She's sneaky. Yeah, she got in there a couple inches. It looked like not not a good thing to happen to you. And then Susan suddenly cares a lot about Wes. 
Well, I mean, you you definitely don't care about someone get that gets stabbed in front of you. Well, it's also okay. It's it's like the one familiar face that she's like like helping her out in the middle of her crisis and. And she's like, she's like kind of repiecing like you know the, the what, what brought her to this point. She's like, oh yeah, like all this should happen. And right when I entered the maze, and then she kind of puts two and two together. She's like, oh shit, the maze is where like she says like she heard some sh- like different sound or whatever, and yeah. uh, she figures out that she felt a chill. Yeah, she felt a chill, and that the maze is what brought her to this weird f- like uh, future. Uh, you know, D-Day. Altern- yeah. Alternate I thought reality. it was real stupid when the professor was coming at her with an item. She's like, look at the newspaper. Like it was like a magic mirror. Like, Yeah, she talks her down real quick. Yeah, and the, her argument was stupid. She realizes it's the maze she starts that riding, got her there. Yeah, she runs back to the maze. and with then Wes. Yeah, it, she's like well, carrying, she's basically, yeah, what? Oh, I just loved uh, when she's picking up Wes, his face gets really clean really close to her crotch and you know you know <laughs> he you was little... you know he was doing a little big sniffing over there it was a big sniff yeah respect mm, that time of the month <laughs> respect <laughs> jesus christ game recognition um how about that uh cgi maze too by the way when they were like running through it was it I didn't know. what was cgi i don't remember cgi but i'm not i'm not calling you yeah well they, they show the maze because like uh they pan back to the, you can see kind of uh, the whole maze thing because she she dumps him basically. Well, he dies. Yeah, it, and then she just like basically runs a straight line out of that thing. I'm yeah. like, how dumb. But also, okay, one thought I was having the whole time, and I'm sorry, I know we want to get through this shit, but she's bringing the future Pete back with her. I thought the same thing. There's going to be two Petes. There's going to be a stabbed in the back future Pete and the current Pete from the past. She's going to get. Two peated. So, yeah. Oh, maybe that was. Maybe she was like, you know what? <laughs> Can I, I get two peats the I, same. And time? that's the whole reason she wasn't interested. She's like, dude, I don't want some vanilla ass bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get spit roasted. <laughs> you know. <laughs> two by the same dude. Yeah. And that's her ultimate fetish. And two, the fucking stain concert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two five inches. But it didn't. Is, you can't bring a. It's like it's crazy. It's like if Marty McFly mm-hmm. went to the future and brought Biff or whatever back. Or some, I'm sorry, I haven't seen Back to the Future in a long time, but it's like if he brought him back for some reason, now you have old Biff and young Biff, you know? You can't have that. Yeah, because old Biff gives young Biff the fucking almanac. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Does he bring old Biff back? No, old Biff steals the DeLorean back when he's dropping oh, that's off. Right. Yeah. It's been a long time. It doesn't matter. Uh, the point is, uh, air sirens are going off. Uh, she goes into the maze, and then they have like this crazy ass clouds going off, and she's like, mm-hmm. oh shit, the asteroids are coming. The fucking world's coming to an end. And then uh, she kind of peers out of the maze, and like people are going and like moving in stereo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we got to get some. No. <laughs> um, so uh, she exits the the maze, and then all of a sudden, shit goes back to normal. And then yeah. she go ahead. I thought it would have been great if if uh, it looks all normal again, and then a fucking asteroid just just dome, blasts dome, 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 yeah, just blasts it in. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much where it ends up. No. No. Well, yeah. No. 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 The final scene. Yeah. Where? Oh she, yes. She wakes Wes's ass up. I think at two a.m. Two a.m. And he's like, what's what's up? And what does she say? She's like, oh, 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, she, don't know she, so, so the little monologue they had earlier about waking up the person you love to go on a walk under the stars and hold hands. Yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah. let's go do that. And he's God. for it. So what I'm curious about is she like, she realizes that the world is going to end in like two years. Right. That's so is it really going to end? That's the thing. That's the question, right? It's like, she's gonna get was this down. a cautionary mm-hmm. tale of what could happen? Or is this like, hey, this is for sure happening, by the it way? It better happen. Because you know what That's they don't a good show question. is those next two years, she's fucking living life absolutely to the fullest. You know she's, what I'd do? What would you do? Uh, I would wait in her present time till right when the asteroid's about to drop, then Go. walk through the maze two hours past when the asteroids drop and see if you have a chance of living. Oh, there you go. Because then you avoid the initial blast. That's what I'm saying. And then it's... Well, she's trying to get blasted and then avoid (laughs) the blast. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. What if you walk in, like, and I think this is what you're saying, right? Like, as the asteroid's coming down, you go into the maze. And then it's two years ahead of then. Yes. So it's 2006 or 2005. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Oh, good point. I'm saying, like, use the maze to your advantage. She can survive this. And then, just to put a little uh, cherry on top of it, we get this bit with Henry Rollins. He goes... Nothing lasts forever, kids. <laughs> Try not to forget that. And I fucking laughed out loud so hard. I was like, "This oh, is so like good. this is this is the quintessential uh, Henry Rollins trying to fucking bring some gravitas and some fucking like it, trying to 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 legitimize like a nothing statement." I it was he should just be holding a banana. Yeah, <laughs> I don't just, know why. <laughs> I don't even think he should even be there. He, he doesn't add anything to the show besides his two butts on his forehead. And they, one. they, I again, we've said this before. I'll say it again. They brought him on for one hour to shoot all the segments for the entire series. Yeah, and he probably got a nice little check out of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like fourteen dollars, probably. <laughs> a Walmart gift card. Yeah, or no, <laughs> Applebee's gift card. We bought you the six pack of small black T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, I actually asked for extra small. <laughs> I need my nipples to be shown. <laughs> and that was the first part of the episode. Why don't we take a little break? Find that devil. And we are back from our little break, and we had quite an eventful break. Quite Did a we break not... it was. Yeah, right? What happened? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, right. I put a fucking needle through Tom's tit. This is something we've been talking about doing for Yeah, Tom's month. been uh, talking about fucking piercing his little nips his uh, little for a minute. Nips. They're good size. They're good size. Mine are too big. And uh, it finally went down. We pierced Tom's tit, and uh, he took it like a champ. I got to hand it to him, dude. He was a fucking savage beast. He's oh. got a fucking chunk of cold steel. You know what? Through his Whatever. nipple. We did that. I know I bought yeah. the equipment. John did the footwork, and Tom did the pain. Sucked it up, sucked it up, and sucked us up afterwards. <laughs> I, I'm nice not lying; it does hurt right now, but of course uh, it hurts. And uh, Johnny, how you feeling, Tom? I'm uh, I'm in a little bit of pain, uh, but not too bad. All right, um, but uh, yeah, we um, we left off on the first uh, part of this episode, and now we're gonna dive into part two. This, this is, is the uh, one, harmony. Yeah, and this is the one that I picked that I wanted. Uh, I'll say primarily, this. Hmm? Sorry, I was gonna say right off the bat, this one's better. Than well, the first way one. better. Yeah, 
with uh, um, is it Timothy Oliphant? Elephant. Elephant. I, I, I saw that. I was dude, like, dude, every time I see the yeah, elephant, like, how yeah. could you not think about elephant? He's the long haired guy, yes? Yeah, he's from. He's a stud. Oh, he's from, a dream. From boat. Deadwood. I think Eerie Kiri has a little thing for him. The Office. He's, he's in, the, in the office? He's in the office, too. Yeah, he's in The Mandalorian. Rebecca told me while we were watching. I was like, oh, shit, that's the... This guy gets around. But he's doing well, and he's a handsome fellow. Oh, also, um, yeah. is he not in... Uh, oh, no, you said dead, but never mind. Just kidding. Great actor, though. Mm-hmm. Handsome guy. Probably yeah. nice penis on the guy. Well, who knows? I don't know. I'm just guessing. He's one of those dudes where it's like... Uh, he like in this episode he has long hair but like his haircut does not suit his hairline. No, dude, mm, I noticed no. this. I've noticed this, like uh, during his uh, acting careers, like <laughs> he definitely was balding. You think he's got the plugs? Oh, for sure, he's got the plugs. Sell out. The only <laughs> yeah. reason me and Tom don't have hair plugs because we can't afford them. Yeah. <laughs> Would you get them if yeah, you could? Absolutely. Yeah. If I had the money. Let's let's but, bank in on our dude on Elon our Musk money and, yes. and get them. Imagine if we come back and we don't let John have any of the money. We look like Fabio. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you guys cut me out of the shit. We just took John, all that money. You're, you're like sexier body wise than us, so we need the hair for <laughs> our game. Sexy. Go to the gym. Nah, yeah, it's too, too much. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather I'd rather spend fifteen thousand nah. dollars. I don't want to get all uh, but sweaty. This starts out with uh, this kid is uh, doing his homework in in his uh, bedroom. Yep. And his mom just butts in. Well, he's like, listening to rock and roll. Well, not quite yet. Yeah, he is. On is he? No, no, no. Like his mom comes in and she's like, "Are you doing your homework?" And he clearly is. And she's like. Oh, like like she's like oh, good what job a good son yeah and then as soon as she closes the door he's like this is my oh, fucking chance right. I, I thought that, that like and then uh, he starts listening to rock and roll music like shitty like it's definitely you, like a fake song yeah you would think it was like uh like rock and roll music from like a 1991 like <laughs> sh- like a show and this is from like 2001 well also she she comes busting in with the homework thing and and she's like are you doing homework and he's like no i'm blasting off mom sorry like <laughs> and then he goes over to uh his uh his dresser i guess you could say yeah and uh i, I thought for a second i was like Oh, he's pulling out a huge old fucking dildo. Sorry, like <laughs> shoving it up his ass. <laughs> yeah, dude, no. this kid. Okay, so this kid's listening to music on a Walkman, yeah. and mom steps in. She sees him listening to music. She's heated, and she yeah. takes uh, the cord of the headphones, maybe a eighth of an inch thick <laughs> at most. And I've uh, snapped this shit when. I mean, I don't want to poke ahead. holes in the. But I've I've snapped my headphone cables just. Easily and enraged. And this mom, I've seen it. she chokes yeah. the shit out of this kid and murders him in about like ten seconds. Not even two, ten seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. Very quickly. Yeah, those old those old uh, CD players. You know, you could kill someone just within seconds. You look at a CD player the wrong way, you die. <laughs> Especially with the bass boost. Oh my god! Oh, if you get boost, Dude, you're fucking screwed. The, the five the second non-skip. Yeah, I miss the CD player. I do too. I, mean, that was I actually a, like, you know what I like? The mini disc. I had a mini disc player. I never had one of those. What? Oh, well, you're a baby. I had the, uh, what? um, 
I had the uh, Beastie Boys uh, intergalactic single. Planetary. Planetary the the single for uh, intergalactic with the Fat Boy Slim remix on uh, vinyl. And I recorded it off the vinyl onto my mini disc player. Oh, never, very Okay, cool. when was mini disc a thing? Because I want to say two thousand around this time period. I want to say 1998 to 99. I definitely had my... CD player and my CDs around those in those years, but I didn't have it many. Friend of the podcast, Baron von Barf said he used to buy uh, actual albums hey, on mini disc. Hey, bud. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't know about mini disc, and I think that doesn't so doesn't make yeah, me any less of a person. When she comes in <laughs> and kills him, murders him, and then backs out of the room. She didn't want to do it, but she had to. Um, and then we cut to, we see Timothy Oliphant, who's the uh, protagonist of this uh, episode. This fool's uh, cruising. He's cruising around, he's in his car, and all of a sudden uh, it starts overheating, and he opens up the hood and he goes, Okay, it's a German car. With Italian, Italian food. food. What moron. the fuck was this shit about? No, so, no, no, no. So, so later on we find out when he takes it to a, uh, a garage that he's driving an Alfa Romeo. Which is oh, an Italian? Vroom, vroom. It's an Italian car. Well, and basically, what he's saying to himself is, "You got to buy a German car. You only eat Italian yeah. food. You don't drive Italian cars." It's an old joke, actually. It's like they say, "Heaven is an Italian chef, a German mechanic, and like an English butler or some shit like that." And hell is a German chef, an Italian mechanic, and an English. I don't know. I feel like it should be a, an English chef because I like no. German food. English, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, okay whatever. And a German, a German butler because they're they're you know they're not polite. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's the old joke. Um, I, and then he just leaves his car on the side of the street. He doesn't even like try and call or, or do anything. He's just like, ah, I'm out of here. Whatever. Well, okay. So I'd be fine with him just leaving his car, but he leaves his car with the hood open. So it's basically like, hey. Not only can you steal my car if you want to, but you can also fucking steal my engine. Like, you know, yeah. it's just, it's all fair game. And he's got 11 miles to walk. Yeah, he walks 11 miles. To he, Harmony. Harmony is the name of the sleepy hamlet uh, uh, of the closest town uh, that he's walking to. Um, and then he meets, uh, what's her name? He meets this woman in this Lucinda? small town. Yeah, her, I think her name is Lucinda. And basically he's like, hey, my car broke down. Uh... Is there a mechanic in there? And she's like, you know what? It's Sunday. The mechanic's not here, but uh, we live in this small, quaint town. So I'll give him a ring, and he'll open up, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get you taken care of. And he's like, whoa, that's, like, not normal. Like, I'm from the big city. Like, that's not the way we do things. Yeah. And uh, she's like, well, you know, we do things a little different here in Harmony. Like, we're a little small, quaint town, and, you know, we'll, we'll take care of you. So... They bring the car over to the mechanic, and uh, in the meantime, uh, they send him over to the bed and breakfast of uh, a kind old woman. I got—I don't know if you guys recognize this woman, but no. she's from Grandma's Boy. Yes, I did. She's that like his mom. No, no, no. Or she's not grandma? the mom. The mom is the mom from uh, Everyone Loves Raymond. But uh. like this lady, she's the crazy uh, friend, oh, yeah. the roommate. Yeah, the roommate. The yeah. I think she does like the Macarena or some <laughs> shit. Like she's 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 basically just like completely off the wall, right? Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm sorry. Here at our bed and breakfast, we don't have a radio and we don't have a TV. Uh, and then she's also like, and I don't like hearing music because I have get migraines. So. Yeah. Well, and she's like, uh, yeah, I got sandwiches in the in the fridge. like, Which is great. It just I kind would of love that. It's so dope. Dude, I got to say, I wasn't even hungry when I watched that. But when she said, 
I got sandwich fries. I was like, mm, fuck yeah. I was in the same boat. A nice old sandwich with a pickle. No, no, not pickle. With an olive on, you know what I mean, on top. Yeah, and then he <laughs> just, uh, so they have the, the funeral. For those listening, if you guys hear any background noises, again, it's just the, the work that the uh, workers are doing here in the garage. They're Mahal. putting in a bowling alley. No, we have a, a uh, there's a large uh, full-scale uh, marble statue of Tom <laughs> being erected here. Um, well, I'm already erect. It's Tom being erect, being erected. <laughs> yeah, it's there you not go. a very large <laughs> statue. So uh, they're being pretty generous. With mucho the apologies for it's the. It's a clay uh, statue. <laughs> any background <laughs> yeah. noises you guys might hear, just ignore it. Um, but anyway, uh, the 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 host, uh, she's like, "Okay, great, I'll leave you here in the room." Yeah. And uh, Timothy Oliphant's like, "Wow, this is like a, such a quaint little town, just like Mayberry." And he's what star- was that reference, Mayberry? Uh, it's an old TV show. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, with the that's why he starts whistling the song. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's uh, oh, isn't that like Leave It to Beaver? No, it's. I it's, thought it was the Harlem Globetrotters. To be honest, no, it's <laughs> seriously. I don't know about no, that. it's I'm serious. Yes, but once he starts whistling, She's she pissed. she fucking flips out and she says it's because of her migraines. But this is our first kind of little tell that's like maybe things aren't so sweet in this little town. Things are a bit strange, expect, at least in this hotel or hostel or whatever. She's oh. not uh, on her rocker, basically. She's, She's off yeah, it, if yeah. you will. And uh, yeah, take a drink because music. Yes, um, I love how she also at one point is like, "I'm gonna turn in." And uh, I, I love that term for, like, when people go to bed. It's like, I'm going to turn in. And then another point throughout the episode, she's like, I got your bed, like, what's she say? It's something Turned like, down? She's like, yeah, I got your bed, like, turned out or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this? Oh, uh, I love... It's like Exhibit or whatever. <laughs> it's like Pimp Your Ride. Oh, yeah. It's like... Yo, I heard you like fucking fish, so I put a fish tank in your car. I got it tricked <laughs> out. I got your bed tricked out. I got your bed all there's spinners on the side of the mattress. <laughs> and then uh, there there's a, a funeral, and, and uh, our main character here is he's just rolling up to fucking funerals. I like that. Yeah, yeah. he's exploring the town, and uh, we see the mother of the uh, boy who, you know, she murdered her kid in, like, the very first scene of this episode. She's beside herself. She really is. She's grieving. Do you guys remember how, the the way he says hi to the, the son when when they first meet? Oh, no, oh, oh the, the friend of the, of the oh, kid? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. What does he say? He just goes, hey, and then just cuts right away from it it's hey. so good i i i when we take our break at some point i would love to show this to you guys because it's so good well he's in the way because you can tell he's got a little bit of interest in this young lady <laughs> his sister our main character uh-huh mr timothy elephant Tilf- Tim- elephant man <laughs> the elephant man has interest in the young lady <laughs> And this little boy, her little brother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the way. He's like, yeah, yeah, hi, whatever. Fuck you. What, what's, uh, what he finds weird about this whole uh, uh, funeral thing is that uh, rather than singing "Amazing Grace," uh, is that the, everybody's speaking. They talk it. Yeah, and she, he's like, I've never heard anyone speak it instead of singing it before. And she's basically like, Oh yeah, it's a tradition in this town. Like we don't yeah. do that. And uh, the little boy who's the friend of the, the kid who was murdered by his mom, he's like, this town sucks. Like, <laughs> this is my only fucking friend. Fuck this place. Dude, because him and that kid were listening to fucking Slayer together. Yeah, Fuck. what do you think they were listening to? 
Probably some bullshit. Like you, we heard Made what they were rock. listening to. It was fucking garbage. Rock and roll, yeah. One of the things I love is that the uh, the kid who was choked to death by his mom, they say he fell down some stairs, which is like the most like go to <laughs> excuse for why some like like your your wife has a black eye. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh I didn't beat her. Uh, she fell down some stairs. Oh, it he was all, it was always was strangled. It was always a uh, walked into a door, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, that's yeah. What it was. yeah. Uh, never walked into a door. Was strangled though. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting take. Um, you know, as we go th- throughout this episode, we start to learn that music and and things like that are not allowed in this town yeah so so the kid the friend of the of the of the boy who was killed he he ends up stealing a cd from uh uh timothy oliphant and uh he's like cool this is great and um so wait sorry to, to interrupt you which i'm usually on the other side of this um what is is this uh, motor repair place is this like the kid's dad that does this? I think he just no snuck no no. In. So this actor who I know from Battlestar Galactica, uh, the the, re- kid? the reboot, the old man who's the mechanic, uh, he's the one who's working on it because it's a small town. Everybody knows each other, but everyone seems like really friendly except for this one fact that they all hate music mm-hmm. and uh i guess uh the love interest the, the the woman the sister of the 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 second kid yeah. um she comes over to the bed and breakfast place and has dinner and after the old lady like steps away and so does she like timothy oliphant so it's like taking his his forks yeah. and like rapping on these different he like sets glass up like a makeshift little drum set yeah for some reason yeah for fun i actually liked that scene to be honest he goes bing bong bing bong bing 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 bong the woman who runs the airbnb or excuse me the regular bnb uh she's like what the fuck why are you rapping on my glasses she gets all bent out of she shape throws that shit yeah she gets pretty uh bent out of shape and uh as things kind of go on um uh the Timothy Oliphant character, he's like, wow, this place is fucking crazy, but whatever. Maybe it's just this woman who, you know, suffers from uh, migraines. And he goes to bed, and then in the middle of the night, the little boy, uh, the brother of his love interest, shows up in be- his bedroom while he's asleep, and he's like, dude, you gotta get me the fuck out of here. This place is fucking wacko. Uh, yeah. I can't listen to music, and my friend didn't fall downstairs. He was actually murdered by his mom because this place is like does not allow music. So and he said, "If when you if look in the graveyard, over half the graves are, are teenagers. all teenagers. Yeah, I'd have a big problem with the little boy showing up in my bedroom and be like, be like, this looks terrible. If someone were to walk in right now, you need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, it's a bad look. It's not a good look. Like, I don't get this little boy out of my room now. I mean, imagine you wake up in the middle of the night. There's a little boy standing in your room. You I want to get him out terrified. as soon as you possibly can. And he also like scaled up the wall too. Like, I'm like what the he hell? He might be Spider Man. He might be Spider Man. Yes. <laughs> well, that would be cool though. That would be cool. Yeah, but That's not cool not twist. not non Spider Man little no. kid. I only want in. little spider boys in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> little Spider Man. Uh, did you guys get to uh, a peek at any of the grave names? All, I only noticed I is that all the gravestones were like from 1800. Yeah, way back. 
I was like, okay, well, is this supposed to be significant? Because I'm like, dude, back in the 1800s, people fucking dying from, like, a cold, you know? It's I like, agree. It didn't really mean anything to me. I was expecting him to see, like, oh, 1850 to 1865, and then, like, 1994... Wait, no, like 1945 to 1956 or something. Well, it should have been from all different times. It, it should just... have been, but it was all the like late 1800s. Exactly. Uh, the only one that I wrote down was uh, Virginia Boggers? Bogers? <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was B-O-G-E-R-E-S. Bo- boogers. Boogers. I was like really hoping it was Virginia Boogers. <laughs> so one of the things that the little boy alludes to, he's like, you know, everyone here is only a, like hates music and is abiding by these crazy uh, restrictions because there's this uh, beast that is uh, holding everybody basically hostage um, because this beast hates music. And um, if somebody listens to music, Everybody else in town enforces it because uh, music is basically uh, the siren's call for this this the evil force to come and kill everything. So after he starts looking at the uh, the gravestones, he looks over and he sees the mother of the boy, uh, the mother who killed the boy at the beginning, and she's got a shotgun to her face Ooh. at the gravestone, and she domes herself. Dude, with I was that like, one. I was like, oh, he's gonna talk her down. That does not happen. No, nope. no. She, like, legit, like, blows her fucking skull off her I fucking broke, head. She domes herself. Dude, I, yeah. if, if this was, like, uh, a Tales from the Crypt or something like that, I would have loved a shot of just, like, a Boom. bloody mess, yeah. like, coming down after she fucking pulled the trigger. That would be, like, a raining brain. Dude, it would fucking be great. It would be great. Raining brain. <laughs> you ever rain brain? Rain brain. Uh, so, yeah, it cuts to, you know... Um, where everyone's kind of trying to be like, no, this is not real. All the all the townspeople come out and like they're they heard there. The gunshot. I don't know what. Or they're the, all chasing the little boy. We are led to believe. I mean, at, at this point, what watching it, they're they're you're like, okay, this is a fake thing that someone had created up. Yeah, and that's well, what our hero is. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant. He he thinks the same thing. He goes, okay, wait a minute. You guys have been following the rules of this beast thing for 150 years, and nobody here or any of your distant relatives have even seen this beast. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't even think about oh, that. The- and he kind of flips the script on him. He's like, you know what? I think we're the beasts. We are the ones <laughs> yeah. who are oppressing each other yeah. because music makes you feel things. It makes you feel sexual mm. desire. That was it, a weird thing he said. That was yeah. That was a very odd thing. But I know like, music can be sexual. But I've never listened to a song and been like, mm, yeah. "Are you kidding? You've never listened to a fucking song and got fucking no heart." Music doesn't make me horny. Maybe Queen Latifah. <laughs> <laughs> Queen Latina. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I actually kind of like this whole aspect where, I mean, you kind of knew what was going to happen. But Well, wait, we didn't even fucking figure it out yet. So just real quick, I'll, I'll wrap it up real quick. So um, they're about to fucking kill the kid, and they're about to kill Timothy Oliphant. He's about to Oliphant. bash his head in with a baseball bat. Yeah, they're about to fucking dome these dudes, like, straight, uh, yeah. like, Walking Dead style yeah. and fucking beat their eyeballs out of their head. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, Timothy Oliphant's like, no way, and instead of speaking uh amazing grace he starts singing it and it's this fucking cheesy awful thing where everybody pipes in and starts singing this thing i hated this scene so much and as i was watching this i was like i hope something fucking happens because i was like if this is some horse shit about like 
gang mentality and like the pressures of society i was like i'm fucking that's not what i'm on board here for i want to see some crazy shit but they all join in song they do but then they do guess what huh doesn't work out didn't like it didn't like it (laughs) windows start blowing out lightning i thought they should have been playing uh I think they should have started. Raindrops keep falling on my. No, head. I th- I thought uh, what's that that John I like shitty John Lennon song? Imagine there's no blah blah. blah. Um, I want. Yeah, it could have been something more significant, but again, like they needed some like oh, they couldn't spend it. No rights, yeah, some fair trade, yeah, yeah, shit that no, we know well about that. So, um, and guess what? The beast is real. However. I gotta say, if I was around at this time, I would not call whatever this thing is a beast. No, it's like a shitty the CGI. It's, it's like a lame floating face. It's so the basically, giant what head happens from is Power Rangers unleashed from a it suit. It does. It looks like fucking Zordon <laughs> yeah. from Power Rangers. So, so basically, you know, you're led to believe that suddenly you're like, oh, this thing doesn't exist, and all of a sudden, this ghostly, not even ghostly face shows up. And just fucking like one taps everybody. It goes, eats him up. And that's it. And and you're like, all right, well, I guess we lost to to this thing. The I mean, it was like real. I mean, it was not not a fucking fantastic ending. But I'm just glad that it didn't end on a happy note. Because I was about to. Because I was about to be like, fuck this show. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, at least everybody fucking died. Scored some points at the end. Yeah, sure. I would have loved it too if like maybe like at the very end they had like a clip of somebody else driving through town who broke down and like walked through and like everybody was like mutilated on the street that would have been fucking sick that would have been cool that would have been, that would have been very top. cool but then guess what henry rollins has a little kernel okay i had kernel. this too i put this in my notes so the very last thing that fucking henry rollins says he goes behind every legend is a kernel effect <laughs> and then it's like straight credits immediately and by the way tom just pointed at his own kernel freshly pierced we don't like to say the word kernel at least i don't yeah anyway okay. that's that episode that's yeah. that episode uh let's get into a little <gasps> Um, I will start because it's the episode that I picked. Um, not sure how I felt about it. Um, it was fun. I enjoy the charade or charade of uh, Henry Rollins. Charade. <laughs> he's funny to look at, and he's not a great. Actor. You can't give the host points. I'm not because that's got points. nothing to do. Okay, I'm saying he. It's it's. It's entertaining watching how terrible this person is at their job. Coop like, has a calculator calculating his score. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Um, but uh, I I think that this one, what did I showed this to anyone? No. Uh, but did I enjoy it? There was parts that I actually enjoyed. And uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet because my computer's about to die. Uh, I will give this one a solid... Six point two five zero. Whoa, creepy crawlers. Wow, we whoa, wow. Because I, I, I would, I did enjoy this, but only because Henry Rollins again is a piece of shit and we hate him. <laughs> I like it because I hate this guy. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty good. Most of my relationships, well, would just replace guy with woman. Or, <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? I'll jump in. Um, so I the first episode was not a fantastic um, 
premise in my uh, humble opinion. I feel like uh, going through a maze to find yourself uh, slightly in the future as a warning as to, you know, change your behavior. I'm like, that's kind of lame. I mean, it's kind of like uh, uh, it's a wonderful life type of thing. Like, oh, what could have been? You know what I mean? Um, So I wasn't really thrilled with the first one. I guess... um, I guess I would give the first one maybe like a four. Like it wasn't great. Um, and the second one, I kind of like the premise. It kind of reminded me of like M. Night Shyamalan's The Village where it's like we have these crazy rules and we're doing them because we believe that the right thing. But in The Village, at least there was this knowledge that it's actually to prevent something else. Like, this Do you was- like The Village? I did like The Village. I thought The Village was very underrated. I think that was like right when audiences are starting to kind of like be like, fuck this. Turned against Shyamalan. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think it's his worst film at all, but I feel like it's very underrated because of when it was released in the timeline of his stuff. So if I give the first one a four, and then I guess it's just story-wise, I'll give the second one maybe a five, right? So that's just for the story alone there's also a cut well that's what i was gonna say so i have to give it you know the 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 boost for the cut was that 0.25 i would give i I think the cut is 2.250 but i also have to give it a little bit of cred because it does have some star power i know thora birch is and i kind of like her in monkey trouble and in uh uh hocus pocus and i like timothy oliphant i really like deadwood i think he's kind of good in that i mean i think he's very good in that um, Very sexy. Yeah, he's a stud. Like, oh, absolutely. He's a babe. She's a babe. She's a robo babe. Um, so I guess if I'm averaging four and five to four point five, and I'm adding in point two five zero for the cut and point two five zero for star power, I guess I'll give this a four point five out of ten. Creepy crawlers. Oh, I like that one. Fantastic. All right, what you got, Coop? Uh, so yeah, the first episode, I did not care for it. I didn't like a lot about it. I thought, you know, it was pretty. I mean, I feel like I don't know if this whole episode was going off budget. They saved everything for the CGI bullshit at the end of the second half. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah, no, and I don't know. I did not care for the first episode. I thought the like the point of the story was kind of moot. It was like so, the moral of the story is you should date this guy. I mean, yeah, the, I guess the moral of the story is you should live like the world is gonna end. I don't fucking know. Why was this teacher talking to dead bodies? And a lot of it made no fucking sense to me. I did not care. For Why the first did those bit. people die there? Did they kill themselves I'm there? She killed. They them. just sat there so long that they died. They got so bored. <laughs> music theory it makes no sense it makes no sense no the whole thing i thought was pretty spotty pretty lame played out i give that first half like a 3.6 um zero creepy guys oh but then i gotta add of course the point twenty five two point two five zero to make it my math is not great but i think that makes it a 3.850 yes your math is great all right so that's the first one the second one i didn't hate it it was more interesting there was a little bit of like it was i found myself in more engaged the acting of course was pretty good from mr elephant i like the idea of i, <laughs> the well, elephant, man. I like Sorry. that mr elephant yeah <laughs> i like the idea of um 
this like small town thing with like uh, not spoken really about. It's like, a fun idea. Yeah, it's a fun concept. I mean, I always enjoy that. Whether it's fucking Children of the Corn or something like The Village or something like. I mean, there's countless fucking movies and TV shows that have done this, but it's always fun because it's always a little different. Um, and I appreciate the fact that they didn't end on like a real corny thing where they just join hands and sing, and it's like, oh, this sh- thing is actually real, and we're all fucked now. So slightly less corny. <laughs> um, I give the second half a five point six for an average score of five point nine nine nine. Would that be the average? I'd say. Let's say five point nine nine nine. Uh oh. It eats you up inside, doesn't it? <laughs> Jewish. Nine, nine, All right, nine. Well, that's the score. That's going to do it for us this uh, this week. I'm sorry, guys. I picked a fucking garbage episode. No, it wasn't you. a garbage episode because, I mean, we really have to get through all these night visions. And I feel like hey, we're probably going to get good. through this series probably sooner than other ones just because mm. it only had one season. Right. And I'm happy to get to it. And I love Henry Rollins. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, was, it was a weird one. And... You know, like I said, we're you know we're doing the Lord's work. We got to get through these episodes. We got to give it to the people. We got to dissect these the things. That's it. what we're here for. Yeah, the it's Lord's work. Solemn responsibility. Next week, yes. yes, we're doing a brand new show, aren't we? <gasps> That's right. That's right. And I have already forgotten what it's called. It's called Angels of Something. Angels of. I think the episode that Coop's talking about is uh, Dead End for Delia. Oh yeah. Fallen Angels. Fallen Angels. It's the first time we're going to be diving into the show. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, I think it's going to be a good time. This, this is going to be the first episode of the first season. Yes, we're very we're very excited about this. Uh, I always love a new show. Um, we want to say thanks to all the listeners for listening. If you guys want to uh, drop us a line, feel free to uh, email us. Our email address is shortandspooky at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us. Our Twitter handle is at shortandspooky. Um, any uh, words you guys want to leave our listeners with this week? Yeah. God is good all the time. Okay, and uh, also music is bad, and um, Thor Birch's boobs are good. And if a strange boy asks you on a date, go on the date, because the meteor is coming.